0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to The Morning Run with the millennial Philip C. and the boomer, Wong Shaoning. It is 7.37 Wednesday, the 31st of January. And let it be known, the boomer always wins in the morning. (laughs) Um, We turn our attention to Hong Kong because on Monday, a court there ordered property giant Evergrande Group to be wound up. It's really the biggest casualty of the real estate crisis that continues to weigh on China's economy that is dragged down by a slowdown. Now, the question remains whether the ruling will be enforceable in mainland China which has a separate legal system.
0: While Evergrande's shares and dollar bonds are traded in Hong Kong, the bulk of its assets are located in the mainland. Like many of its peers, Evergrande defaulted on its debt as Chinese regulators began cracking down on excessive borrowing in the property sector in 2021. Last year, Chairman Hui Ka Yan was placed under police control on suspicions of committing crimes. So what does this ruling mean for the embattled property developer and its investors?
1: Joining us on the line for analysis on this is Brock Silvers, CIO of Kaiyuan Capital. Good morning, Brock. Always good to speak to you. Now, can we take a step back? Can you give us some background on why the courts in Hong Kong decided to issue a liquidation order against Evergrande? Really, how long has this issue been
2: brewing? Good morning. Yeah, Yes, it's actually quite simple. Um, Evergrande owed a great deal of US dollars to offshore creditors, but had stopped making payments. And the... Um, The court had delayed its decision many times as it encouraged Evergrande to reach a restructuring deal. And on Monday, the court ran out of patience. The judge said enough is enough. And she ordered uh, and she ordered the company liquidated. So this uh, no matter what we think about the Evergrande situation, this is an entirely reasonable, I think, and judicious decision by the court.
0: So what are the implications when you consider that the fact that the bulk of Evergrande's assets are in mainland China, which really has a separate legal system? So how complicated is this liquidation process going to
2: be? Well, the process is likely to be quite complicated, by which I mean probably long, costly and uncertain. Um, the liquidator will be able to gain control over offshore assets, but there aren't nearly enough of those. The real battle will be onshore, which is going to take quite some time to resolve. Now, in the meantime, it's not good news at all for the sector. Um, Chinese developers have more than $100 billion USD in debt maturing just in 2024. So Evergrande, no matter what happens, is just the start.
1: Do you actually see the Chinese courts enforcing this liquidation order? When you think about it, right, Evergrande is one, it was at one time one of the largest property developers in China. So even second or third tier cities would be involved.
2: They, they certainly will be. But in reality, I think not actually much will immediately change for Evergrande. You know, Evergrande next week is going to closely resemble Evergrande of last week. The, the liquidator will be able to have some impact uh, offshore, but it won't easily impact these onshore operations mm-hmm. or assets. Um, and in, in, in the meantime, I think the company will continue to focus almost exclusively on fulfilling prepaid domestic housing obligations. Um, Now, this will change dramatically if the liquidator is recognized onshore. But to be honest, I, I think that's just an extremely unlikely occurrence.
1: So just to clarify, you mean in China, the projects will continue in terms of those that are already started? It will be a bit of a business as usual?
2: It will, it will be to a large extent business as usual, but remember that business onshore had also largely been failing. But there are tremendous liabilities from, um, from people in China that have prepaid for housing that has never been delivered. And from a government perspective, that's probably priority number one is to resolve those claims. And I think that's where the company will continue to focus rather than on uh, sort of doing right by the offshore creditors. How does
0: the China government view this, right? Is this the tip of an iceberg, or is this a beginning of the purge of all the main bad actors here?
2: Well, I'm saying it's the tip of an iceberg in that just this year, again, we've got more than $100 USD in developer debt that's maturing with no obvious ability to repay it. The question is, does the government join me in my view that this is the tip of an iceberg? And so far, there's no indication that they've sort of acknowledged that reality.
1: But what options does the Chinese government have? At the end of the day, it clearly doesn't want to bail out these companies because there's more to follow. Um, And really, for this property crisis to go away, in a way, you almost would need to engineer a recession for this sector to collapse and then eventually start from ground zero. And I don't think that's something they're prepared to do either
2: no look none of the government options i'm sure are appealing and and you're right it's simply that the sector ran too long too hot with too much debt and and now that debt just cannot be fully repaid so the fact that it's a difficult situation without great options is precisely why the government seems to be uh inactive it's not because they aren't interested in solving the situation it's because none of the none of the possible solutions um Are painless.
0: You know I wonder what does this mean for Hong Kong's financial system when you know a lot of it is tied to the fortunes of China you're kind of you know raising capital in Hong Kong but all the operations are in China what how will investors look at it this way?
2: Well investors Investors uh, have increasingly negative sentiment towards Greater China right now, and the fact that the Evergrande situation has gone to liquidation is, is certainly unhelpful. Um, offshore, you know, Beijing has been undertaking great efforts to um, to engage and reattract offshore investment capital, um, and and this week's events are clearly not going to help in that effort. So. I think that that holds true for both the mainland and for Hong Kong unfortunately.
1: Bro, I'm also wondering what would be could there be any contagion effect from the Evergrande saga to the rest of the property sector in China because and then on what contagion effect will it have overall even let's say to the financial sector?
2: Right. Look, the liquidation shouldn't have a significant direct impact on China's broader economy. You know, Evergrande is no longer a major contributor to the to the economy, mm. and its onshore operations won't be much affected anyway. Um, but it is a, it is a great setback in terms of China's ability to attract foreign investment, and that's been a you know a, a major goal of the government. So. I don't look for any immediate impact on on the broader economy or markets, but I think there will be a significant longer-term indirect impact. Um, one that it would it would be great to be able to avoid, but but I think it's coming, and it will only get worse if this problem continues um, on its current trajectory through the rest of the year. Again, Evergrande should only be the first of these such cases.
0: And just focusing on, you know, these investors of Evergrande, I really want to get your thoughts right. What's the next steps for them? And really, how much of the debt can they recover?
2: Right. Look, liquidation may be the best option for the offshore creditors at this point. But nonetheless, these creditors can't expect much of a return of their capital. Um, unless the in, unless the liquidator gains access to Evergrande's onshore assets, which, again, I think is extremely unlikely, Um as authorities will want to reserve those assets for domestic claimants. but but, look, if that's the case, then the offshore creditors are probably looking at a few cents on the dollar. Um, and keep in mind, the liquidation itself is likely to need millions of dollars of funding over several years, and that will have to come from 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 those uh, from those offshore creditors. So ultimately, It wouldn't be surprising if the offshore creditors lost their enthusiasm for the fight as it progresses.
1: All right. Thank you very much for your time. That was Brock Silver's CIO at Cayenne Capital telling us about the Evergrande liquidation order and its implications on Hong Kong. And also broader China. Looks like it's a case of kicking the can down the road in terms of solving the property woes.
0: I think it's, I mean, there's so much questions whether this was going to be like the Lehman moment equivalent for China and whether this would spur the Chinese government to do something. And from what we heard from Brock Silvers, you know, he thinks it's the tip of an iceberg, but he worries that the Chinese government doesn't think so. So as you say, right, Shaolin, it's really feeling like kicking the can down the road.
1: When you think, yeah, but it's something that needs to be resolved also because if you look at the dynamics of the financial sector in China, and I'm not talking about just the contribution to GDP, I'm talking about how people feel in terms of whether they're wealthy, whether they're rich, property remains your, probably in China, your biggest asset. And even here in Asia, that's very much the case, especially China, where there's a lack of availability of uh, investment products. So if property prices continue to come down and what you've spent all your savings on in terms of appreciation doesn't materialise, then what happens? Are we going to see people being unhappy? Because earlier on when the Evergrande Saga happened, there were protests on the streets. But up next, we'll delve into the turmoil within Bursatu. Stay tuned for that BFM
0: 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, Download the VFM app.